Welcome to We Are The Watchers. This is episode 307. Top of the day to you, Tox. Top of the day to you. Very good at staccatoing. I've always said that about you. I'm like, that's Steph. Gee, she's a good staccatoer. Grazie mille. Mm-hmm. You're going to Italian me, I'll Italian you. Prego. <laughs> I think that I'm definitely going to have so much to talk about when we get to Christmas movies that oh. I think I might have to do start. it in a couple of different ep- like different episodes. Um, start next week, one a week. Oh, okay. All right. That <laughs> is your challenge. Far out. Well, I've already you, watched two, so I'm all right. <laughs> You're all good. I'm good for a couple of weeks. I'll, I'll put the conditions on you. You okay. can talk about anything, but one of your things has to be Christmas okay. related. So whether that's a Christmas Hallmark movie, a Christmas classic, a Christmas advertisement that you watched. What about scrolling through websites to look for Christmas presents? I started that. Yeah, my Christmas shopping's pretty much done. That's impressive. Well, I you, know what you're getting me, and I'm really excited about yeah. it. Yeah, that's going to be good. But you've got to forget about that. Yeah, mm. I know. But it's fun when I remember it. Yeah, it's I'm a like, good one. Ooh, it's a goodie. It is a good one. We will be doing watching. Oh, don't you even that. start to but worry about you'll that. Have you'll have to wait a few months. May, I think it is. <laughs> you'll have to wait till May. Oh, that's okay. A quiz today is about something that is in relation to something that I've watched. So you wow, know, like when you that's sit, so specific. It's about a director, but I didn't want to say the director's name because you'll be like, I don't know that person. I'll never get it right. But it's one of those directors that even if you're not into direct, like if you don't know your directors, if you just know your George Lucas uh-huh. and your Steven Spielberg's, yeah. Uh, maybe a Martin Scorsese here and there, Mm -hmm. this person you'll be like, I don't know that name, Mm. but you'll know the movies. Yeah, right, okay. So I'm going to give you the synopsis of the movie and you have to try and tell me what it is. Curiouser and curiouser. It's phenomenal, isn't it? So I was at work today. Were you? Yeah. Where I saw like there were so many people in the office, in the building, so many. Why? I don't know. Like there was no like, spots in the car park. Why is everybody turning up to work? That's just bizarre. Well, it annoyed me because I struggled to find a parking spot. Yeah. But then when I was there, I had to go and do like a couple of different things. Mm. One of them was doing the sound for some presentations and stuff. There are a couple of dogs watching. Oh. Because the 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 workplace has like it call they call it animal friendly, but it's dogs. They yeah. Get dogs, right? And I kept going. Eddie would be really good if he sat just here on top of this mixer Mm. because there's a bit there where he could like, you know how they lie? He could lie there and if he he got excited about something, he'd go, Eddie, no. Mm. And he'd go, oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot. So I got really sad. I I didn't get sad. I I test it. They say animal friendly. He's an animal. He is an animal. They don't say dog friendly. He's a good boy. Yeah. Maybe I could take Chester in because mum has always called him a dog cat yeah he's, like, he's, he's a, a bit a of a dog, dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she goes you're a good boy dog cat <laughs> <laughs> quite a long name for uh for a little guy um yeah I, I just thought oh can you imagine like if where where we sit mm. people come and go to do things yeah uh that are uh broadcast critical and they could they could come in like and they'd be like oh 
hello, Eddie. And he could sit yeah. in his little basket that, and then he, they could walk into their That critical level would be eased by a pat from I a cat. I know, people would love it. We have um, a support dog at my work. <gasps> and Is it like a staff member's? Yes. Cool. Yes, but trained. Yeah, nice. Trained support dog. Anyway, what I really like about the support dog is you'll be in meetings and the dog will be snoring. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like jealous. Yeah, you're like, what's that? Oh, it's Which I could be yeah. snoring too because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I mean I'll be sleeping through this <laughs> meeting. And she goes to like visit people so you just see her like trotting up the hallway <laughs> to just go and see someone. It's so cute. <laughs> What kind of dog? I'm asking you and you don't know dogs, but you know there are dogs that you yeah. know that you know the dog. Nah, it's a white fluffy thing. Okay. Yeah, cool. In my head it was like a little um like a uh what's that kind of dog called? The one that staffy kind of dog, but a small one. Like yeah, you know those dogs yeah. that look like they're smiling twenty four seven? Yeah, no, it's not a staffy. It's a bit smaller than that. It's a bit smaller. One of the white fluffy dogs. It's white fluffy. Yeah. One. Yep, that's fine. That's good. It's the one that you look at and usually the owner looks kind of Oh similar. yeah, you know? sure. You know that one? Okay, yeah, I know. <laughs> Watching suggestions this week will not involve dogs. No. Or maybe. I don't know. I'm not sure. Maybe it does. I have to rethink about what I've watched. No, I don't think so. It's also not going to involve Christmas yet. If no. I've already watched two. But mm. banking up. Mm. Banking up. But I think it might be time to get into the – do you want to say it with me? Sure. News. For a visual representation of this audio, check out the Watchers podcast on Instagram. I found a couple today that I was like, mm, they're not that good, but let's just go with them anyway. Okay. And one I'm doing mainly because the person's cool. Yeah, okay. So that'll be the second story. But this first one is HBO has renamed its upcoming show about the Dune universe. Yeah. Dune, the sisterhood to Dune prophecy. So it used Stop. to be called the sisterhood. Now it's just called prophecy. No, I, I'll give you three words. You can't do a full paragraph for a title. Fair enough. I mean, this is not coming out till next year, so they have time to change it so they again. they could just call it The New June. They could call it June TV show. June 2. June, watch this before you watch the next June movie. July. <laughs> Australian accent <laughs> fell for that right there. Sorry, Dune. <laughs> I know, but I went with it. That's really good. <laughs> so Dune <laughs> Prophecy is a prequel TV series and it's being filmed in Hungary. So even though there are still those actors strikes in the US. Oh, they can. The majority, I mean, sorry, the cast is largely made up of British actors who are members of Equity rather than SAG after. Oh, loophole. So they can continue continue working. Nice. So thank you, England yes. and the UK, going to be bringing us shows whilst we wait for the other shows to start. You know what? If someone drags their feet. Through the dunes. Through the Julys. Then you. They'll be up to August it'll before be August. we even September ourselves. It'll be Christmas before they get themselves <laughs> sorted. <laughs> and the English are like, rightio. Okay, so we've got summertime. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So that's, that's a, that's just a little bit of TV show news. Mm. News. 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 
News or news? Do people say news? Yeah, I'll read the newspaper. Yeah, people can't pronounce yeah, it Yeah, newspaper. Um, they're the same people that go to the toilet, right? <laughs> yeah. And they, the capital is Canberra. <laughs> and they sometimes um, they used to go and watch the films. Yeah, mm. with use guys. <laughs> hey, but. <laughs> yep. Dolly Parton, second story. Classic. It's not even new, but it's a little tidbit yeah. about two very famous people. So she once turned down working with Elvis Presley yeah. because he wanted to record her hit, which has only been recorded twice, I think. I will always love you. Yeah. He wanted to do it as well. Really? Yeah. But he's she was like, nah, because his manager requested half of the song's publishing rights. Whitney didn't do that, did she? No, and we all know that Dolly is a businesswoman. She's a businesswoman. She understands what's going mm-hmm. on. She said Elvis was going to sing the song. And then Colonel Tom Parker. What a famous name. Of course name. he's called Colonel. Yeah, famous name. He said he had to have the publishing and I said no. And thank God when Whitney put it out, I made all that money that would have gone into Colonel Tom Parker's <laughs> family's pocket. She said but anyway, it did actually break her heart that she didn't get to work t- with Elvis. But, you know. You don't get to hear him sing it, but you got to hear Whitney sing it and make a lot of money. I'm going to say I think Whitney topped him. Oh, absolutely. Like in terms of vocals being able to hit those notes, it's Whitney. And just knowing how the original sounded, mm. where, where Dolly Parton sang it, she was like, and I will always yeah. love you. Like really country. Yeah. Where Whitney just went, okay, you want a power ballad? Yeah, I'm going to make this song a power ballad that will last millennia. Mm. I'm sure people mm. will still be singing that mm-hmm. song or listening to or her version. Or to it in their wedding. Yeah, mm. yeah, exactly. So that I, 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 That's I, awesome. like, I like little facts like that. I like that. You know, where you find out, oh, you know, so-and-so was meant to play the part of so-and-so. Mm-hmm. We were talking about this yeah, last like week or the week stuff. before. Mm. I really do. There, there was a time around the early, I think, Elvis era where, you know, or, or the early Beatles era as well where you'd say, oh, well, of course the Beatles sang it, mm. but so did that person and that person and that person. Yes. 15 years before that, so-and-so had a number one hit with that yeah. song, but people in the UK didn't know about the song because that was in. Yeah, you have arguments with people about which version came first. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Oh, thank goodness it's Wikipedia. Do you know Patrick Schwarzenegger? Yes. He's the son of, I think he's the oldest son. Yes. Yeah, of um, Arnie, of course. Anyway, he's going to, and the only reason, that his name and then what this this series is about, with the only reasons why this interested me enough to talk about it. Yeah. He's going to be in Ryan Murphy's American Sports Story, which is an anthology series. Mm-hmm. It'll be for FX in the US, so maybe we get it on, it might be Binge and Foxtel, yes. I think, or maybe they've changed. Maybe it might be Stan, actually. Oh, okay. Because The Walking Dead was on FX, FX and now you can – watch um the new Daryl Dixon show on well, I mean the series is finished, but mm. on, on Stan. Stan. Yeah. Hey, can you smell the pasta bake? Yeah, I can. It's good, right? Delicious. It'll be ready just in time for us to um finish doing the quiz and stuff. Anyway, this 
anthology series of American Sports Story will be about that Aaron Hernandez thing. Yeah. Aaron Hernandez was an NFL player and he got someone murdered. Like he was like, can you go murder this Mm. bloke? Or maybe he murdered the bloke or something. Mm. And he went to jail. Yeah. Like he's in jail, I'm pretty sure. Well, that's the last time I heard of him. So this is about that and the lead up to it. Cool. He, as in... Patrick Schwarzenegger will not be playing Aaron Hernandez. He'll be playing a um, like a friend and a teammate yep. of him. But, yeah, apparently they they were going to talk about this earlier in the year, but then all the strikes happened and they were oh, like, okay. oh, we better just hold off. Yeah. But apparently they've gone, look, it's a thing. He's cast. Yeah. Um, we'll make it when we can. But it'll do well. People love true crime. They love true crime. People love those sort of anthologies mm-hmm. that are based on mm-hmm. real life as well. Uh, I think that Ryan Murphy has done a really good job so far with that kind of thing. I think he was doing it for Netflix, though. I feel like it was Netflix. Maybe I've got it wrong. I might yeah. have. I might have it mixed up. There's so there's too much. Yeah, I can't know everything. <laughs> Leave me alone. You fact check. That's what the internet's for. Exactly. Um, but yeah, that's coming out at some point in time. Who who knows uh, where, when that will be, but hopefully for fans of that story. And like you said, true crime, uh, it, it will be soon. I've got a quiz coming up soon about a director that you don't know, <laughs> but you definitely know the movies. There were a lot of movies. There were a lot. I was like, oh, really, that one? Crazy. Yeah. So um, I'm very excited to see how well you do and then you'll be like, oh, I'm a fan of. I'm an expert. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but we have to get through the watching suggestions first yeah got a watching suggestion email the watches podcast at gmail.com so what have you been watching so i stumbled across a i like a good stumble yeah it was such a stumble a an amazing doco and i found it on netflix and mm-hmm. it's called the longest third date the have you heard about third it date you always find these docos that i've never heard yeah. of well oh, here's as eddie I, and betty I hi guys as i said it was a total stumble yeah right and the name sort of got me i thought oh, what's this anyway i believe listeners will be one of two categories you've either never heard of it or you almost followed along when it was happening in real time. So it is obviously a doco and it's slightly reality television as well. But uh, two people, Matt and Kahani, they matched on Hinge and they went on a couple of dates and they... Is it American? American. And they really, really hit it off. It, you know, first date, they thought, oh, you know, I'll just go for a drink and then leave. They basically closed the restaurant down because they were stepped staying oh, talking cool. for so long um had a few more dates got to their third date and matt texted kahani and said flights are really cheap like do you want to go are they Sorry. going to vegas no it was like i can't remember the price but it was like 300 dollars flights to costa rica are you in and she's like you're all right <laughs> i'll just do it so they fly to costa rica and it's just at the beginning before the world shut down. Oh, so we're talking like March 2020. Yeah. Oh, so that's why it's a third they date. Got, they oh. got to the airport and there were probably maybe nine people on the flight. They went there. They had an amazing couple of days and then they got the text, your flight's cancelled. 
they're like, oh, all right. Okay. There'll always be another one. That's how yep. aeroplanes work. That's how aeroplanes and airports work. And they just kept getting bumped and bumped and bumped. And then the world just, it shut. It shut down yeah. and flights were not coming back anywhere. So all of a sudden what was a really fun third date is now like a roommate <laughs> living with someone wow. for a really, really long time. And Matt is a wannabe movie maker influencer so he was actually filming everything for his own following the whole time but it made for a really good doco because all of the footage was there so you watch them have this great holiday and then the date of departure just kept getting pushed back and it was like 45 days (laughs) it was just crazy just crazy um she had lied to her family saying that well, I'm just going to get I'm some going with milk s- and bread. <laughs> yeah. I'm on a holiday with work friends and her dad was fairly strict her whole upbringing and he assumed the work friends was a bunch Surprise. of girls. <laughs> so then she's had to like confess. Um, her mum works in the med- medical industry and is, you know, part of the front line of COVID and so she's like – I was really worried about her, so I didn't want to tell her that I was stuck in another oh country. Oh, my God. Anyway. Was she the first work from Homer? Pretty much because she had to fess up to her work to say, I've been working from Costa Rica <laughs> this entire time. So she must have already either already been working from home or they just – shut doors immediately and sent everyone home. Amazing. And so then it was this kind of thing because they were from New York of what's worse, you know. Do you stay in this country that you don't know basically how to survive, you don't know the person you're with, I mean it's been a great few dates, or do you go home to New York where it was. It was pretty bad. It was was one of the, yeah. Pretty bad. Um, I'm not selling it enough, but it it is such a good doco. I was absolutely enthralled in it. It's heartwarming. It's just a really, really lovely story. They're great people. You know, I kept thinking, oh, God, imagine, you know, some of the dates you've been on, you're like, oh, imagine if I was stuck in Costa Rica with that person. Like, it, this would go so badly. But they were really nice people being really nice to each other the whole time. It's a great show. So, and I would imagine you can – find a lot of his stuff still on I'm his sure you can. I haven't social media. I haven't looked, but I'm absolutely certain that he's a big part of perhaps this. Yeah, maybe. Me, maybe he's probably a producer, yeah. like an executive producer or something. I wonder also if it's an exciting thing to watch because you remember the how it felt back then. Yeah. In those early days. And then that that's that's like the perfect premise for a movie. Yeah. But it was real. Yes, exactly. And why I say people might have been following along in real time is because news organizations actually picked it up. And so oh, they were in okay. Costa Rica doing yeah. Zoom <laughs> interviews for TV. That's, and that's why she had to fess up to her family. Oh, it's like, going to be on the news that it's night. coming out on the Today Show. Oh, <laughs> no, that's good. Uh, longest Third Date. The Longest Third Date the longest on Netflix. Third date. That's really fun. Really good. I've been uh, slowly getting through, mainly because I didn't want it to end, the second series on... Amazon 
of the Wheel of Time, which is a kind of a fantasy, think your kind of Game of Thrones kind of yeah. show mixed in with maybe Lord of the Rings. It's based on books. I had a look at how many books there were. Mm. It's about 14 wow. of them. Wow. And apparently that. The, uh, apparently the second season is a combination of book two and three. Okay. And there are, it, it's a world where women possess magical powers, like they're, they're, they they can have powers. Any but, powers or specific uh, ones? Kind of like witches' powers. Yeah, okay. So you're like, all right, I'm going to do this magic. Yeah, thing. okay. And any men that all, that possess the same powers – are a bit dangerous because they go crazy. Like it messes with their minds and they so become women insane. So cope. Yep. Yeah. Pretty but, much. But men. But then there's a prophecy that a dragon will be born with the most amount of this power and it's going to be a man. So they find a guy, right? There's mm. a guy who they're pretty sure has this power but he's dangerous. Yeah. So they, you know, the women with the power have – kind of caged him because they're afraid he's going to go crazy. Yeah. But then maybe he isn't the dragon. Maybe this other guy is the dragon and he's one of the main characters that we follow through yeah. the um through the 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 two seasons. It's it's really cool. I I what I like there's an Aussie in it. Yeah. But what I like about it is that the season finale for season 1 was amazing. Like I was just so Enthralled. I was like, well, come on, quick, more, season two, more, bring more. it, bring it. And then the second season was really good, maybe a little bit slow in a couple of areas, but then that final episode was just insane. Mm-hmm. Like things happened and you're just like, whoa, this is crazy. So now I have to wait not only for it to be made yeah. but for it to come out as well. Are you going to read the books? Well, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Right? I probably won't get all through 14, but – I could start the first few, then read a couple more before the third season comes out. How many books a year do you do on your Goodreads? 20 I hit. Well, you could do all 14 I could do all 14. Year. Yeah, true. I could. Because if you're in the swing of it, yeah. it will probably be a faster read. That's true. I'm reading one now called Spice Road mm. and it's a fantasy kind well, of did like you choose the Hobbit. It because of Joanna Lumley. Pretty much, yeah, yes. Okay. Uh, it's it's written by an Aussie mm. and she she has I mean her her name it's like her last name is Ibrahim, so she has um Arabic yes. heritage and it's all set in what is kind of like the Middle East, cool. but with fantasy, like yeah, fantasy, cool. with um, you know, ghouls and monsters and people with powers and stuff. And I was like, oh, it's quite a thick book. Should I read it now or mm. in the new year? Like, should I just read some like quick ones to rack Bump up? It up. The, yeah, my, my Goodreads amount. I went, no, I'll start it. I'm almost halfway, nice. and I've been reading it for less than a week. Nice. You know, just at night yeah. or whenever, or in the morning. Um, and yeah, it's 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 really exciting. It's a good, it's a good fast, easy um, page turner. Yeah, like you want to know yeah. what happens. It it's very much like The Hobbit, okay. where something happens, and you're like, oh my gosh, how are they going to get out of this? And they get out of it, and they stumble into something else. You're like, well, now I need to read to find out how they get it out. Yeah, it's that kind of thing. Yeah, it's cool. What else have you been watching? I delved into because I couldn't resist. She couldn't resist the hot potato, Doco. Oh yeah, this is story. on Amazon, right? 
Yes, it is. The story of the Wiggles. Now, if you live under a rock and you don't know who the Wiggles are, they are, what do we say, Australia's most successful band? Oh, yeah. By all means. They, however, they don't play to, well, actually, they do play to adults. They play to adults who are there because of their children. They are a children's entertaining group. What's interesting, though, is that they still also have adults-only performances and shows. So all the kids who grew up with them. Oh, they go back and sing those songs. Go back and sing the exact same songs they're singing now, but to the adults who love them as kids. Amazing. So, I mean, like if you're going to corner a market, they've not just cornered it, they've thrown a whole blanket over the top of it. Anyway. Amazing. That's phenomenal. They are, it's an incredible true story of, four men who are trained early childhood teachers and their friends and they started as a rock band. Um, cockroaches. The Cockroaches. And they basically gave up their early childhood careers yeah. because their job as the Wiggles became so big. So cool. They couldn't just tour and do shows on the weekends But anymore. it is an early childhood career as well, it, isn't it? It is. It yeah. truly is. And having watched the doco and I know every single song because I've got little kids and I pushed my kids probably into the wheels because I admired what they did and I liked their background. But having watched the doco, it really does show you they are trained. They're not just like, yeah, we can, you know, use block colours and sing happy songs to kids. They have the philosophy behind everything that they do and that I think is what is in standing and what makes them so successful. They're ridiculously successful. They dodge the question over and over and over again of how rich they actually are. But when you're hitting the BRW list many times over <laughs> and quite early on in your career, uh, I think you're doing quite well. Yeah, I think you're pretty well yeah. off. So is it just a one it, like is it a, is it a series doco or no, is it one, one one and done? One and done. Um, it starts from basically their conception, how they started, through to where they are now. They have um, their dancers talking about them. People who were background dancers and now are wiggles. People who were behind the scenes. It's an incredible, all encompassing amount of information about them that's really interesting but what's so fascinating is the four original wiggles when they're sitting talking to camera you know they just start rattling off songs or anthony picks up an instrument and just like yeah yeah yeah. i took this bit somebody you know sang three lines and then i put this together and it's just so incredible the memories they have it's really good i think even if you don't have that huge knowledge of the wiggles you'd still probably find it fascinating. A band that has worked together for so many years and, you know, whilst different members have come and gone, yeah. those four are still like mm. they're always yes. doing stuff together. Very much Which so. is incredible. Um, I have watched, I think it was on Amazon as well actually. Yeah, isn't that funny? Or was it Stan? No. Oh, it, you've ruined it now. It was Amazon. It was definitely Amazon called Totally Killer. And it's a movie obviously ready for Halloween, but I watched oh, it a okay. few days later. Uh, but it's it's a Halloween teen comedy time travel. Fun. <laughs> so it starts off with this girl 
who actually played Sabrina Teenage Witch in the newer version oh. on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. She she plays the, the main character and there has been 35 years ago in the 80s there was a serial killer who killed three 16-year-olds in the space of a few days and then didn't kill ever again. And it's kind of like a bit of an urban legend in, in the town now. Mm-hmm. So people in at Halloween time will get dressed up like this serial yeah. killer because a serial killer would wear a mask, like a cartoon mask. Anyway, the serial killer comes back and kills someone very close to the main character, Jamie, and she decides she's going to chat with her best friend who has been working on a time machine, a <laughs> 16-year-old girl. Um, and The uh, nerdy, yeah, exactly. the nerdy friend with glasses and ponytail. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, if, if she can potentially um, go back in time to before the original murders take place. So she ends up back in high school with all the bitchy girls who were like, you know, the <laughs> the stereotypical characters yeah. in 80s and 90s and early 2000s yeah. uh, teen movies and that it, it's real that that's where all the back to the future stuff starts yeah. to come in. And there are all these little comments about oh, gosh, you could get away with anything in the 80s or geez, I'm surprised anybody's still alive in the 80s. Um which is supposed to be like how crazy were the 80s, but it also kind of shines a light on how we now have to go through so many loops to yes. do anything yes. that was much easier back then, yep. you know, whether it's good or bad, but it's it, it, it's it's done in jest. It's not it's not a serious movie. It's not supposed to be. She's it's not desperate. Scary. She's literally no. She's literally telling these teenage girls, "You will get murdered. You need to. <laughs> we cannot go to a cabin. You and you have to come with me, and we'll do anything but that." Yeah. And they're like, "Yeah, we'll go to my parents' condo," which ends up being a log cabin. Yeah. And they're like, "Yeah, let's all split up into different rooms and just drink lots of they were have, and she's like, "Come inside, stop being in the hot tub. They're <laughs> killer, they're going to kill you." It's very funny. It's it it's an easy watch. I won't need to tell me more, but do it off mic. Okay, I will. But it kind of makes you want to watch Back to the Future again because yeah, okay. that's that's kind of like how it what about scary movie? Yeah, that too. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't mind watching those again. Not another teen movie yeah. as well mixed into so many great genres that are just a lot of fun to watch. Yep. I reckon we should get into this quiz. Yeah, I'm intrigued. Quiz time. Robert Zemeckis movies. Okay, I'm going to read the synopsis of the film and you have to tell me the name of the film. Okay. An obsessively punctual FedEx guy en route to an assignment in Malaysia when his plane crashes off the Pacific, over the Pacific Ocean during a storm. The sole survivor of the flight, he washes ashore on a deserted island. Um, oh, when his efforts to sail away and contact help fail, he learns how to survive on the island where he remains for years. I know what it years. is. I've gone completely who's, who, who's the actor? It's Tom Hanks and he's volleyball. Yeah. Wilson. Wilson. What's it called? Castaway. Castaway. Castaway, yeah. I was like survivor <laughs> island. <laughs> okay, here's another one. 
when a novelist loses her man to a movie star and former friend, she winds up Notting in a psych- Hill. No, oh. psychiatric hospital. Years later, she returns home to confront the now married couple looking radiant. Her ex-husband's new wife wants to know her secret and discovers that she's been taking a mysterious drug which grants eternal life. Oh, death becomes her. You got me with went to a psychiatric. I don't remember that bit. I don't remember that bit either. I remember it. Meryl Streep and Bruce Willis, Goldie Hawn. Yeah. Mm. And, um... Oh, the Italian actress. Oh, I had it. Sophia Loren. Sophia. No, it's not Sophia Loren. I don't know. Who, I can't remember. The one who has the potion. Oh my goodness. Ah, oh, you're killing me. My, I everything's on the top of my tongue t- today. Right on the tip of my tongue. Isabella Rossellini. Oh, Isabella. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, that's good. Slow-witted person has never <laughs> thought of himself as disadvantaged. And Forrest Gump. Yeah. Like it was slow-witted slow Forrest Gump. Yeah. I thought I'd leave yeah. you. Have a few more words. <laughs> one more word. Okay. Um, so he's is he Oscar winning, this Robert Zemanek? What a clever sausage. And bit of a running theme. He's starting to see there's a few people that he likes to work with. Yeah. Tommy boy. This one is an inspiring adventure based on the beloved children's book by Chris Van Oltsberg. When a doubting young boy takes an extraordinary train ride to the North Pole. Polar Express. Yeah. Jeez, he does only like one person. Yeah, he does, doesn't he? doesn't he? An Italian village. In an Italian village, a wooden puppet is brought to life. Pinocchio. Yeah, from 2022. I haven't oh, seen that one. No, you're mm. nor have I. Down- Couldn't have been Tom. He was stuck in Australia know, in 2020, wasn't he? Poor Tom. He, he was fine. Don't worry about him. Down on his <laughs> luck, private eye, Eddie. Valant. Valiant. I'll just say Eddie. Uh-huh gets hired by a cartoon producer to investigate an adultery scandal involving another character. Roger Rabbit? Yeah, yeah. friend Roger Rabbit. Yeah, there was just like <laughs> okay, so yeah. many names in there. I was like, take them all out. Yeah, that's a lot of movies, yeah, right? A lot movies. of films that everybody's seen and they're absolute classics. Do you know what makes me want to do? What? Watch Death Becomes Her again. I love that movie. I haven't seen it for so long. I think I had it on DVD. Ooh. All right, I'll go and look for it. Just stick it in the PlayStation. Mm. Look, I've had a lot of fun. Um, they a bit worried about the pasta bake. It's been on for this is a raw, raw edit of 35 minutes. It'll be crispy. It'll be crispy. But I had it on a low heat, so yeah. we should be okay. But we need to go and eat. So on that note, Stephanie, thank you very much. Yum, yum, yum. Yum, yum, yum.